Welcome to the St. Paul's Episcopal Church podcast. Here, we will share our thoughts, voices, and prayers. St. Paul's is a progressive community of faith with ancient roots. You can find out more about St. Paul's at their website, stpauls.dioup.org, or find us on Facebook. If you would like to share your words on this podcast, send us a message. May God's peace be with you today and always. twice a week, 425, and as oftentimes there's a number of internet links um, scattered through this. If you want to check that, you can go to the website wordstwiceaweek.blogspot.com. First, a few issues to catch up with. One, did anyone find Twinkies? I couldn't find them at Super One. I didn't ask, but there weren't any in the Little Debbie display. The internet says Walmart and Myers have them, but I don't shop there usually. Number two, at first I thought someone was playing with me. The stats page said there were something like 28 views for last week's post. Then I figured out it was probably me looking back through back issues for that quote from Beekner. Hmm, had me go in there for a while. Number three, for folks who enjoy following the church calendar through the year, here's a webinar tomorrow, Monday, at 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time that you might be interested in art and liturgical year. There's a link on the website. It's free, but you have to register. If you're going to do it and you want to zoom in for coffee after, let me know and I'll set up a meeting. Number four, if you want to be a part of a workbook type spiritual growth activity in May on money and the role it plays in our lives, here's a link for more information. So some of the days from the church calendar this week, April 27th, Christina Rossetti. Actually, this is apparently a commemoration, less significant than an actual feast day. She was a poet. Love came down at Christmas. And in the bleak midwinter are two of her poems that we sing as hymns. And here's a link to a Dear John sort of poem. And then here's a link to a video of someone singing When I Am Dead, My Dearest, backed by a little chamber orchestra with some kind of interesting instruments. It's on YouTube, and you have to click through an ad or two, irritating. April 27th, also then, Zita, an Italian saint, born around 1212. She was a faithful servant to the Fatinelli family in Lucca, even though she was at first reviled and abused. One anecdote relates a story of Zita giving her own food, or that of her master, to the poor. On one morning, Zita left her chore of baking bread to tend to someone in need. Some of the other servants made sure the Fatinelli family was aware of what had happened. 
when they went to investigate, they claimed to have found angels in the Fatinelli kitchen baking the bread for her. Some families bake a special loaf of bread for her day. She's the patron saint of maids, domestic servants, waiters and waitresses. Hey, waiters and waitresses are having a rough time these days. I guess we could order out for pickup and give the person who brings it out a nice tip. April 30th, Sarah Josepha Buell Hale. Okay, we remember her for writing blank and for pushing the blank holiday. Can you fill in the blanks without clicking the link? It's a prestigious pro literary prize. The Sarah Josepha Hale Award is named for her. Notable winners of the Hale Award include Robert Frost, 1956, Ogden Nash, 1964, Elizabeth Yates in 1970, Arthur Miller, 1990, and Julia Alvarez in 2017. Hale was further honored as the fourth in a series of historical bobbleheads created by the New Hampshire Historical Society and sold in their museum store in Concord, New Hampshire. Again, there's a link on the website. Apparently, they're no longer available, at least not for sale at the store. And did you know you can have a bobblehead made of yourself? I didn't, or a friend. 50 to 150 dollars, probably too late for Mother's Day. Not sure that would be a good idea anyway. May 1st, St. Philip and St. James, a couple of guys who were disciples, apostles, and that we really don't know much about. Philip brings Nathaniel to Jesus, asks Jesus how they could possibly feed 5,000. Let's Andrew know that some Greeks want to see Jesus, and at the Last Supper asks Jesus to show them the Father. So kind of like Thomas seems to, be, seems to ask leading questions that give Jesus a chance to explain and expound. And then this James is also known as James the Less, or familiarity with little Jimmy. Main question seems to be figuring out which of the other Jameses he is not. Some of the days from the world and earth calendar, April 26th, Hitler's forces bombed Guernica in 1937. Picasso painted the picture. The tree of Guernica was, is an oak under which official things happened. The first one was planted in the 14th century and lasted 450 years. The tree's significance is illustrated by an event which occurred shortly after the Guernica bombings. When the Francoist troops took the town, the Tercio of Bergona, formed by Carlist volunteers from Biscay, put an armed guard around the tree to protect it from the phylogenists who had wanted to fell this symbol of Basque nationalism. Okay, that's from Wikipedia, and I have no idea who those various groups were. All in all, the town looks like a fairly pleasant place to be today. Um, the Chernobyl meltdown occurred in 1986. Today, you can fly over the site or stay at the nearby Desiantka Hotel. Four circles on TripAdvisor. There's a link on the website. Frederick Law Olmsted was born in 1822. He helped design Central Park in New York, the grounds near Niagara Falls. And here, according to Wikipedia, Olmsted was also known to oppose park projects on conservationist grounds. In 1891, 
Olmsted refused to develop a plan for Presque Isle Park in Marquette, Michigan, saying that it should not be marred by the intrusion of artificial objects. So it'd be a good day to go around the island. April 27th, Ralph Waldo Emerson died in 1882. In October 1817, at age 14, Emerson went to Harvard College and was appointed the freshman messenger for the president, requiring Emerson to fetch delinquent students and send messages to faculty. By his senior year, Emerson decided to go by his middle name, Waldo. He served as class poet, and as was custom, he presented an original poem on Harvard's class day, a month before his official graduation, August 29, 1821, when he was 18. He did not stand out as a student, actually, and graduated in the exact middle of his class of 59 people. Just in time, there's a link to a May Day poem, but it does kind of go on forever. Plan to spend much of the afternoon reading it, if you're going to. Um, on April 27th, also, Nelson Mandela was elected president of South Africa. He had voted for the first time in his life in the election. Beethoven composed Für Elise, apparently in 1810. The music wasn't discovered until 40 years after he died. There are three candidates for Elise. You can check the website for that, and then the link, you can listen to it here. Um, hmm. It's also the birthday of our mixer. Well, we bought it two years ago. I was sorting through our file of instructions and owner's manuals, and there it was. So we can make whipped cream or cookies or... Hmm. April 28th, a vaccine for yellow fever became available in 1932. April 29th, Duke Ellington was born in 1899. He once said, I never had much interest in the piano until I realized that when I played, a girl would appear and sit on my left and another on my right. He played, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing, mood indigo, and many more. After playing in Stratford, Ontario, while the festival was going on, he did an album, Such Sweet Thunder, there's a link on the website, based on works of Shakespeare. You can listen to a track from it here, there's a link. It's also got a sonnet for Caesar and one for Sister Kate and a track for Lady Macbeth and for Lady Mac, if you're uh, feeling brave. He wrote, Come Sunday, that we try to sing as a hymn sometime. And he still found time to play that little roadhouse in Michigami. April 30th, Willie Nelson was born 1933. You can see, hear him sing How Great Thou Art at this link. And also Muddy Waters, father of the Chicago Blues, died in 1983. He had his first introduction to music and church. I used to belong to church. I was a good Baptist singing in the church. So I got all my good moaning and trembling going on for me right out of church, he recalled. By the time he was 17, he'd purchased his first guitar. I sold the last horse we had, made about $15 for him, gave my grandmother $7.50. I kept $7.50 and paid about $2.50 for that guitar. It was a Stella. People ordered them from Sears Roebuck in Chicago. That's from Wikipedia. Hey, I had a Stella guitar. Well, I would say, there's a link, he got his mojo working. 
Muddy Waters sang Rolling Stone, and editor Jan Wenner explained, The name of the magazine is Rolling Stone, which comes from an old saying, A rolling stone gathers no moss. Muddy Waters used the name for a song he wrote. The Rolling Stones took their name from Muddy's song, and Like a Rolling Stone was the title of Bob Dylan's first rock and roll record. May 1st, May Day. We used to hang May baskets on doorknobs early in the morning, ring the doorbell, and run away. Boy, that was long years ago. Um, it's International Workers' Day. It began in 1886 with a general strike on May 1st in Chicago for an eight-hour workday. On the 4th of May, in what came to be called the Haymarket Affair, the police acted to disperse a public assembly in support of the strike when an unidentified person threw a bomb. The police responded by firing on the workers. The event led to the deaths of seven police officers and at least 38 civilians. 60 police officers were injured, as well as were 115 civilians. Hundreds of labor leaders and sympathizers were later rounded up, and four were executed by hanging after a trial that was seen as a miscarriage of justice. Following day, on the 5th of May in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the state militia fired on a crowd of strikers, killing seven, including a schoolboy and a man feeding chickens in his yard. That's from Wikipedia. May 1st, still in the Catholic Church, it's a feast day of Joseph the Worker. Antonin Dvorak died in 1904. There's a link to his Symphony No. 9, New World Symphony. Deeper, deeply religious, he wrote a variety of works, including a Requiem, a Mass, a Deum. On May 1st, the Empire State Building, tallest in the world at the time, opened in 1931. May 2nd, Leonardo da Vinci died in 1519. He did about everything. I guess you just have to click on the link. That's what I got for now.